Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift. Um, I hope you guys are all having a lovely week. This week's guest is Mairead Clark. Uh, she's an actress and hairstylist in New York City from Ireland as well. And Casey Belsham. She is a comedian here in New York City. She's absolutely amazing. I saw her when I first moved over here and I was like, oh my God, she is amazing. And she literally is one of the most funniest comedians I know. So absolutely delighted to have both of them on the podcast. So we actually started off by reading a listener's um, dilemma and we give advice on it. So um, we talk about faking orgasms, um, learning how to orgasm, communicating with your partner, we also talked about when you have sex with someone and how that affects you if they don't text you or when to have the talk, when to let someone know that you're looking for something serious or if you're just looking for something casual. So yeah, we just have to chat and thank you so much in advance for listening. If you want to see the video, this is on the Patreon as usual. Patreon forward slash The Shift Podcast. There's also solo apps up there where I just talk about uh, dating myself and um, stuff that I don't get to talk about on the actual podcast. So that goes up once a week and then next week's episode that I already recorded so we recorded this one now I think like two weeks ago and then last week I recorded an episode with the uh, hosts of Shooters Gotta Shoot podcast so that is up on that'll be up on the Patreon tonight and then it'll be up next week so yeah anyway just have a lovely week and um, let me know if you have any questions or dilemmas for me and Damien Clark and um, we'll be doing an episode on Thursday so if you have anything just email in everything will be in description and um, enjoy this episode I'll talk to you at the end so this this girl she listens to podcasts a lot and she said I uh, recently broke up with my 10-year fiance who I met when I was 23 first relationship happy with my decision to end it we had a very we had a very varied alternative lifestyle by the way I can't fucking read and um, I think we jumped into a, into a few steps ahead of the basics for me I mean oral fingers hands multiple pleasure and we got into BDSM kink anal fetish clubs and swinging very early on which I loved he also likes to cross dress but that wasn't my cup of tea but I supported him now I'm listening to your most recent podcast about sexual identity and self-professed labels it got me thinking about our relationship in 10 years we were together he never made me come uh, nor was interested in pleasing me in that way not performing oral or even with his fingers hand sex he loved oral and me doing it to him as did I but it was never reciprocated. And I honestly allowed this put up with it. Ironically, he said he would never go out with someone who would not give him oral and also claimed he was better at blowjobs than I was. He had previously previously explored sleeping with men, trans people before he met me. I identify as bisexual and he as so as straight. Yes. Now, I don't know. I think he suppressed his own homosexuality. OK, well, that's a different point. Now, there's another half to his email, but maybe we should address that part first. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like there is um, a lot to unpack here. Right. Yeah. 10 years and not coming. Wow, that's a lot. Hang on. Did they say they started dating when they were 23? Yeah, so she's 33. Oh, when they just broke up at, or sorry, she's age 23 or she's 33 now? 33. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, you're such a different person when you're 23 that like I can <laughs> imagine being okay with certain things when you're younger because you're not 
you don't know how to like speak up for yourself and be like, okay, that's cool. Whips and chains, all of that. But like, I do need to have an orgasm or this is not going to work out. And I do, I don't, I know for me when I was early twenties, it was more just, I didn't care about getting pleasure. I was so worried about where they being pleasured, where they Mm -hmm. enjoying it. Is that like a woman thing where Mm -hmm. I don't, because a lot of friends, I totally agree with you, Katie. When I was 23, I was the same. I was like all about them, not thinking about myself. Like, I guess it's like an insecurity, isn't it? Like, yeah. like, like uh, trying to discover who we were really through another person. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think we were taught that it was okay for us to have pleasure. You know, I think that for so, it just wasn't a thing. You never really heard about women having an orgasm. It was like, you knew what a boner was. You could physically see it. You knew you, you could see things coming out of a dick. So I think that for women, like our bodies are just so much, there's, there's, it folds in on itself. Like it's an internal thing. So it's, it's, I think it's like one of those things where people, it's like, if I can't see it, it doesn't exist. So people maybe just, you know, we just didn't explore it as much because it wasn't as obvious when we were turned on as it is to like physically have a part of your body lift away from your body and point at someone, you know, like that makes sense. It's like a homing device. Like that makes sense. But like, I'm sure that guys reading Cosmo being like, and then there's a little patch that feels rougher up there. Like, I'm sure they were like, forget it. There's no fucking way I'm ever finding that thing. I'm not even trying. Yeah. And I feel like for a girl, for women anyway, it's usually like, okay, so you want the guy to come and then he comes and it's grand. But I like that's kind of our goal, I feel. And then for guys, they should. I think every guy should ask after sex. So did you orgasm? Did you come? Yeah. 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 No, because they think about themselves. Oh, they no, right? but it's also partly us like indulging that. You know, mm-hmm. I think that there's I, there's so many times that I've been like making noises when I could have just as easily been like, like somewhere else, like I was completely other place. Like, like I can go from, ah, to just like an eye itch in two seconds, you know, like I can go from in it to out of it if I'm not paying attention. And I think so often they think that we're like, oh, because we're doing it, trying to like be part of it. We're like, you know, I want to, I want to be part of this. And then, yeah, they're probably, yeah, next week. (laughs) Meanwhile, you're thinking about your grocery shopping for next week. Everything you're thinking about everything, like truly, true, truly, it's a, it's an act half the time, you know. And then you don't want to disappoint them. Like I, you know, I remember having sex one time and it was great and it was so, and I was really like about to be there, and then he came, but I didn't want to be like, oh, okay, so uh, we're just gonna finish me off, but just because you know, I was like, oh, he looked like he looked like he just like won an award. I didn't want to be like. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. Cause it's like the more we act like the faster they come. So it's I like, know. I wonder if I'm silent longer, will you last longer? Like, <laughs> am I part of the problem? Did I do this? Like, maybe so I, true. maybe I'm the problem. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's so true. Because even for that experience, I was like, a, you know, where I was like making all the noise about to, and then he was like, <laughs> they can't take it. They cannot handle it. Yeah. We need to get the ear folks. 23 and 33 like at 23 you're going to be like oh like yeah. oh yeah like I totally did oh my god that was amazing the best thing of my life at 33 you're going to say you better do this yeah yeah, yeah yeah th- in yeah. this in this case he is a hundred percent selfish because saying oh head's my favorite thing and oh he wouldn't be with someone if they didn't give him head and like all of the stuff that she explored with him that's obviously his world this is mm-hmm. like com- this is mental he's completely 
Well, I also think that like, we need more information on, on whether or not these were conversations that they had, you know, because if he doesn't know that he's being selfish, that because there's not like this line of communication of her being like, I were like, I'm into doing these fantasies with you. Like I'm, I can be in this world and I couldn't, but like, I need to have my needs met as well. Like, I would love to know if they had those conversations and he was still like, no, only I get sucked off. You can fuck off. I didn't mean to rhyme there, but like, it just kind of happened. But like, we don't, I wonder if they had conversations and he was still like, no. Yeah. That's a really good point to make actually, because Mm -hmm. if the case is that she just never said it, Mm -hmm. And then maybe he just thought she was and then it kind of just slid by. But like, still, wouldn't you be like, so are you having a good time? Like, you have to check in with your partners with everything. Like, do you like the cake I make? Do you like the sex yeah. I have? <laughs> like, is this how you like your tea? That's how sex should be like. How do you like your tea? I like a lot right. of milk, but non-dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think communication just lacks in a lot of relationships mm-hmm. in the way that it actually needs to be there to be healthy. You know, I, I think you assume that if your partner's doing some with you, something with you and it's something you like, like, and they're acting like, I I think we just forget to check in a lot of the time. I think half of relationships are just, are exactly that being like, are you okay? Like, are we, is this good? Are we, is it fine? This is fine or, or not right now or what's happening? Like, and I think we just forget, you know? I think you're right. And I think as well for like, um, women are for this girl, she's young and 23 and like that. She probably just was just like, yeah, she just probably didn't want to bring it up. And then it went too far. Maybe. Yeah, or else she faked it so much mm-hmm. at the beginning that, like, she was like, damn, how am I going to go back on this? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, she may have allowed a certain behavior for so long that it would almost, which is also another thing that I think women women do. It's like, when you like someone, you allow this, you allow a lot of bullshit because you're like, mm, maybe, you know, we all have that thing that, like, it'll get different. It'll be what we what we want it to be eventually. So then when you actually do ask for the things you need, you've already let it go so far. That like the guy's like now, like, I don't even know. That's not even who I am. I, you find out just way too late that they can't be the person that you want them to be. You know, I yeah. think that's so true. And then yeah. you're afraid to tell them as well, uh, you know, oh, actually, this whole time I've been faking it because then that's very shocking for the guy to hear because he's like, fuck, like it's a, it's a hard conversation to have a while People, later. Like attack on them then. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like their egos get badly bruised then. They're very sensitive (laughs) men for as, for as tough as they are, for as much as they love getting ahead and being kicked around fucking cry babies. (laughs) Also, we have the whole other layer of this guy that possibly he may not even be into women. And that's also a other, another layer to this thing too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This is the second part of the email. Yeah. Okay. I'll go into the second part. Let's see. Okay. So whenever I talked to him about the lack of oral, oh shit, we should have read this part first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he does. Okay. So there is communication. That's that's good. good. Whenever I talked to him about the lack of oral and my frustration, feelings of disrespect, of disregard and the hypocrisy of his views on oral, he would get defensive and angry and, and say he was not good at it and blame me as I said it was fine and put up with it. I think he hated vaginas due to a childhood experience and disgusted by the thought of them as Did I a vagina like kill his parents or something. <laughs> Which you know what? Those vaginas, some of them got deep. <laughs> Did they light a fire? 
Remember that movie I'm, with the teeth? I had a vagina? bad, ex- oh my God. But like truly I had a bad experience with the vagina is the biggest fucking load of bullshit I've ever heard. Uh, I'm sorry. Scared. We all had bad experiences with vaginas. We burst out of them to get into the world. Also like, yeah, yeah. We all have, I have a, a bad experience with my vagina once a fucking month. Get over it. Like, I have bad experience with my vagina if I go with a guy you know and you're like I'm oh fine we won't use a condom this one time and sure it'll be grand and then I'm peeing burn for a month mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's just lucky he doesn't have one um what did you say then what you say okay oh I think he had a bad experience due to child experience and was disgusted by the thought of them or if I ever mentioned them we were both afraid of being single so we're hanging on to something that was not healthy he lives in AUS what's that oh Australia I was thinking Austin Um, (laughs) (laughs) we lived there from 2016 and moved back to Ireland 2019 to be with family and then COVID happened so I could not return he told me he had been sleeping with many people men and women and alluded the fact that he is now great at oral with women oh of course you're saying that now oh hi how are you I've been away for a while I'm great at eating puss come on Jesus Mm -hmm. um I keep reading more this is long okay my experience has definitely damaged me mentally as I realized that I put up with it. I feel I allowed myself to be manipulated, but in capital letters, I'm strong enough now to know I will never allow that happen to me again. I have had some nice experience with other men. We have had an open relationship for a time. Oh, uh, yeah, I never came during any form of sex unless it was self-masturbation. I have no problem masturbating and coming from it with this new with any new partner I have been doing so since a very early teen age and though I feel an immense power and strength in knowing I can give myself the best pleasure ever I am genuinely concerned about not being able to to let go with someone and experience that pleasure that's not self-given okay there's more but let's just cover that for a second yeah. long email um she's got, a, she's got a lot going on I know she should write a book um I also feel bad like it, it's clearly that this I mean, 10 years is a long time to be in a relationship that you're not happy in. And that is exploring things that maybe you realize that you're not that into. Um, I think it is hard to get back from that. I mean, I think it's great that she can still masturbate and and come, but she's just going to have to try to incorporate that with somebody. And I, and I, and I really do believe that with the right person, you can, like I, there were certain situations, like I, I had never had an orgasm from oral sex until my husband. And I think it was just, there was a trust level there that I hadn't had with anybody. And I felt that, and I felt like I didn't have to be quick about it. I I didn't feel like he would, I didn't feel like I needed to like, you know, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I felt like there could be some time taken. And I also felt like I could like acknowledge the things I was feeling without thinking about needing to hurry up and like, like wish an orgasm to come faster. It's like that, when is that doesn't work, (laughs) you know? But there was but no I pressure. Think, no, but I think you can incorporate your solo sex into sex with a partner if it's the right person who's open to being like, bring whatever you need because I want you to come. Yeah, that's the only but way I bring. orgasm is if I'm touching myself during sex. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone's different. You know what I mean? It takes time to kind of explore these things. And like you said, communication and, you know, see what one likes, what doesn't like and all that kind of stuff. Because you can't just, like, we can't literally like, uh, telepathically tell each other that's the problem like there's no right. communication with people these days we just have to we feel like we have to guess you know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah, this stubbornness and pride as well. Like I'm all for whatever's in my head is coming straight out of my mouth. I don't care. I don't want it to grow legs. I just <laughs> like <laughs> the guy I've been recently going on dates was like, he thinks it's hilarious, but he was like, I've never met someone who's just like mouth or head mouth. <laughs> no, no, uh, no filter. No red light, green life. light situation. It's fucking easier life. But yeah. this, this email, this is really, really old reference that is making me think of. But you remember Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts? Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, what way do you like her eggs? And with every single guy she dated, she had picked whatever eggs they like. So she was always trying to mold into whatever guy she dated. She thought that they would like. And mm-hmm. I think that this is more common. I really related to when I heard that, because I think for this girl, let's say 10 years you're in a relationship, you don't even know who you are. You haven't had time to figure out it's a long time to kind of be satisfying someone not getting satisfied doing everything they need then when you step away it's like you're gonna need a few years just to figure out what you like yeah yeah she also was being gaslit by this guy the entire time blaming her and telling her that 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 it was her fault that he couldn't do something you know it's like that I think when you have a lot of that going on too it takes a minute to come back and trust that somebody is in it for you that's true isn't it ironic like she moved back to Ireland uh he was he stayed in Australia and then like he turns around saying all of a sudden like he's now dating both sexes and uh that like all of a sudden he's met a woman orgasm like come on like probably an issue is that possibly he may, may be gay and yeah. just interest and then just wanted to bravado with her yeah regardless he's a party boy he's not a relationship boy and it seems like he just kind of dragged her he it's unfortunate that he couldn't figure that out while he had this other person in his life instead he kind of drug her into something that wasn't for her all the way yeah you know and now she's trying to have a regular relationship ironically that you say that yeah he never got her all the way (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) But and here's the thing as well, like if, if, if instead of being like, oh, it's your fault, like when I every guy I've given a blowjob to has liked it differently, which is always like, wow, every time I think I've learned a special way, I meet a new guy who's like, oh, actually, can you go faster? Can you go slower? Can you put your tongue on the tip? Can you just do the balls and wank it off? And that's great. I'd rather they tell me I'm like, yeah, let me know because I'm not a fucking magician. I can't figure out what you like. So with him, he could have just been like, OK, let's make let's do this, like make it a project Be like, OK, do you like the left? Do you like the right? Should I look here for a while? do you need me to touch before do you need fingers like fucking make it make it fun I'm like I one of the last guys I was seeing told me before I ever did this he was like oh I hate blowjobs and I'm like bitch you're gonna love blowjobs when I'm done okay (laughs) because yeah you figure it out you're like how can you say you hate blowjobs nah you just haven't told obviously previous partners what you like or you haven't like tested it out like it's fun figure it out I think people I think guys or girls were afraid to insult isn't it like you just like You let people do their thing and then you're like, oh, it's okay. We're just, we just skip that bit. Yeah. Yeah. I can look after myself in the bathroom afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I think it does come with age to be more because, but you also, I think there is also a part where you don't know what you like. You know, I think yeah. there is a part where you're like, I don't fucking, I don't have a mouth to suck myself off. Mm. I have no idea what I need yet. I don't know. Well, yeah. And so I think, but I think once you're older, you kind of, you're less worried about pleasing someone or offending someone and more like, I, I know it feels good to me. So I'm going to move around and, and help us both get to that place. I, I just think when you're older, it's more about like, 
instead of thinking about the other person, like actually, yeah, just, just being like, I know which, what I need and I'm just going to kind of guide to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting older so much better. I'm it's so happy you just, I'm 30. You know all the moves. <laughs> you know all the moves. You know that it's a lift and separate. It's never, not once has a woman come without her fucking package being lifted up a bit. All right. <laughs> lift and separate, fellas. <laughs> Lift's it. Separate. Oh my God. All the guys, they listen into this, they're like, nice one. Fine. You can secret. and separate you know when you're going to have sex with a guy for the first time and he does some like weird move where your legs are closed and I'm like we're doing this for two seconds because I need to touch myself so don't be I I know yeah I think it just feels better for them but it's always like I can't get my mitts down there if if uh if I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm down if my legs are together not at all yeah not I need them to be like the furthest apart that they've ever been like like all the way apart that's why I love doggy style because it's just great your face can be going mental you can be touching yourself they can be doing their thing you don't have to worry about them yeah it's less acting when you're when you're not facing them Yes. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> will I read the next part? Yeah. Okay. Whew. I recently realized that my relationship was kind of dominant submissive, me as a sub in the bedroom, yet the, my pleasure was never fulfilled. And now that seems so hypocritical and against the realms of sub- submission. Jesus, I'm so bad at reading. Um, and pleasing the submissive. In the past few weeks, I've been slowly seeing an amazing guy in my city who is sensual, intellectual, eager to please me and loves the female form. We have slept together twice. He is so into my body, my pleasure and his pleasure. Therefore, I have spoken to him about my issues and he is beyond keen to explore with me. Love this guy and get to know me and hopefully give me the pleasure nobody else has. This is exciting for me. I'm very intimidating and I am scared it won't happen, but I'm worried in the sense that he would give up and move on. So I am not prepared to let someone's negativity or selfishness, insecurity affect me like that ever again. I think I'm just afraid to let go. And it was such a huge issue in my relationship for 10 years. I feel like I have a mental, physical block. I really like this guy. And though we are going very slowly and open-mindedly, I am nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a little more. So, but I think this is all, like, I could look, it's, it's fucking it's normal you're gonna have baggage that's it and time cures everything like if you just kind of are able to go this is new this is not my ex and in time I'll get comfortable and if this guy's worth his salt as they say he'll wait he'll you know he's he's just trying to hopefully pleasure you he's not gonna be like I'm dumping this bitch because she can't orgasm you know my person will be open to like hearing you out and going okay well does this bit feel better or is this better whatever they want to work with you yeah I selfish don't want it there's someone do their thing and be done whereas yeah really likes is into it willing to go the extra mile you know I also feel like a guy will really want to be the one that makes you come first you know like this is their I remember before I, I had an orgasm with someone every guy was like I can make you do it and I'm like okay um you know I I think that it would be I think you gotta lean lean into the feeling of of trusting someone again, knowing that, yeah, it's not your ex. And, and yeah, I think Katie, I think you're right too. being like, it's it, everybody's got baggage. Like we've all got our shit and it's just, we've got to sift through it or, you know, go to therapy and do the work. Yeah. And therapy's expensive. So 
<laughs> read a book. Yeah, read, yeah. yeah. Get Just the book. I do. Start a podcast. Get therapists on. Mention your own problems and get free therapy. <laughs> I mean, it's a brilliant system. I I also think as well for her. My advice would be take the pressure off trying to orgasm forget about it just take take it take it off the table and just kind of enjoy sex with him and if it happens it happens but I think when you're in that okay this is the night we're gonna do it I'm gonna orgasm I just think it's probably yeah. not and like touch yourself yeah. with him like and use your yeah, vibrator let, let him watch you do your thing or did you say Marie? I was gonna say incorporate toys into it yeah. like, like don't be I find it interesting she said that she feels that she's intimidating, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting, is that? Like, why? But like, I mean, the, she, she won't be intimidating for the right person. Do you know what I mean? To some people that might not be into that, whatever she's into or whatever she's all into. Yeah. Well, also statistically, I don't think men are making women come. No offense to you lads, but it's women making themselves come or toys making them like a, it's like a really big number of women who can't come from penal or even the guy touching your clit because it's like, oh, here, I'm just quicker. I know the spot. It's easier. I'm not going to be like now I know eating out, but I I find it hard. I'm like the like I think I'm like very comfortable with sex and I find it hard to come with orgasms. Uh, or sorry, wait, eat outs, lick outs or whatever, uh, very early on. It'll take outs. <laughs> That's what we call it. I've never I just... heard it called a lick out. That just sounds like something you do at summer camp. Like we're going to go canoeing and then there's a bonfire and then there's a lick out. <laughs> no, because you're licking them here. They're like eat out. And I'm like, do not eat my clitoris, pal. It's not a fucking meal. It's not your soup before your dinner or whatever. Lick it, baby. Some people. <laughs> yeah, some people like a nibble. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think everybody kind of struggles with that. Like like you said, it took till you were with your husband, till you were like yeah. comfortable to be like, uh-huh. you know. I know. And it's at that age, like 20, I was in my twenties, I was dating a guy that was 10 years older than me. Like, and obviously I dated men before, you know, like, you know, in, immature relationships or whatever and like it took me to to meet this guy that's 10 years older for me to have my first orgasm like before that I was just like I don't even know what it was same when I finally started touching myself over in here in America I was like okay I've I've been lying to previous partners because I always just like yeah it feels good yeah orgasms and then when I started masturbating and I I was like whoa holy shit I'm having an aneurysm oh this is an orgasm yeah, it is. It is. There were so many times that I thought I was having an orgasm and then I had one and I was like, oh, oh, OK, got it. Now I know I know now all the signs I can figure it out. But I also think like it even still, though, coming for women, it's just it's not all about the moves and the and the touching because it is so mental. Like if I have anything going on in my head. Like if I'm out of it for a second, I like, I lose it. Like, and, and also, you know, if you're on antidepressants, like that'll affect your, that'll affect your sex drive too. And it's like, you have to kind of acknowledge all these things and realize that it's not always as simple as just like fucking. It's like, sometimes I need to close my eyes. I need to pretend like you're not here. You can be, but like, I need to pretend like you're not, and I need to grab a toy and I need to do something else. And maybe I need to put on porn and I need to think of somebody else. And I need to just do all this stuff. If you want me to come in your presence, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's so many we're so mental to have sex. Like sometimes you can be super connected, but like you're not connected having sex a hundred percent of the time. Sometimes you're just having sex to have sex. Like when it's super connected and everybody's like, yeah, rah, 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 that's great. But like, yeah, if, if, if I, if anything happened at work, if I'm fighting with a friend, like you can forget about it. You can forget, yeah. you can fuck, you can fuck me as long as you want. It's never going to happen. I need to, I need to mentally shift, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. If you're it's, stressed out or <sighs> sucks, I wish we could come as easy. I wish I could stick my clit in something. Yeah, me too. And just, and just pump it. Oh, it'd be great. Cause I just, just find, pump it. Sometimes my hand will be sore if I've had like a tired day and then I'll yeah. go to use the toy and I'm like, ah, the toy is too much. I'm being like stubborn in my brain. And it's like, Katie, forget about it. This I know it. you get cramps. I get cramps in my legs now. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll have to like shake out my whole body <laughs> and then like readjust, shake out my wrists and like reposition everything. It's a fucking nightmare, man. Sex is a nightmare. <laughs> I love sex. I I recently like I just tell you it's because I think it's so funny. I had been like I've been going on dates with a English man. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll have to cut this. I had the podcast because I don't know if you'll be okay with me saying this. But um, when we had sex for the first time, like he put my hand like you know the way to do a little hand down on their penis, and I always get nervous. I'm like, <gasps> and then I touched it, and I go. I literally go audibly go, oh Jesus, that's very big. I got a bit of a fright. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he rolled off to bed laughing, but you know what? It's too big. You're like, I don't know. I can't work that. I don't know what to be doing that. That's not that's not gonna fit anywhere. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you doing with that battle? Fright is a very uh, fright is a really fun word to use in the bed. I got a bit of a fright. <laughs> I've never had a, warn a, someone before yeah. and he's not yeah. tall. So I wasn't expecting it, you know, See, that's very presumed. Like, oh, uh, it's short, maybe it's short, but not, you know, Yeah, it was like, yeah. pick. it was, th- I was like, well, <laughs> dicks are surprising. Sometimes a dick will surprise you. you it know? does. I mean, you can't... Nowhere, like fucking shark music on <laughs> the what? Shark music. On. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, we, we, we were in his bedroom and he had like a tall like full-length mirror but hanging on the back he obviously had like his big winter black joe or sorry jacket and mm-hmm. when he put me down he like lifted me from the couch put me down on the bed and then I just looked and I like kind of like screamed a little because I thought it was a man in the corner this sounds like the scariest sex experience ever you're like you have a guy watching your dick is huge i'm I not a, i here. don't feel safe <laughs> right? yeah sex shouldn't be frightful i know okay let's see what else she said um i don't okay so we've gotten through all that we've given great advice i think anyway i i don't know any other female identifying friend who has experienced this nor any male who has met a woman like this. I'm going to quickly make a thing on that because I had a friend who is going to come on to the podcast because he started reading a book called She Comes First because his partner wasn't able to come. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I think there's lots of guys who would be willing to make an effort and lots of majority of women, she's saying female identifying friends, maybe just on friends who just don't openly talk about it or they think they're orgasming like me and Marie did. Um. I know I'm not the only one out there. Friends have told me half the battle is being able to make yourself come, which I do easily. I just haven't met the right person yet. He wants to please me full stop. I mean, in terms of oral or vaginal sex, I am trying to show the new guy what I like and how I do it. And he listens and learns and it feels amazing with him. Yet, though, I know it may take a while with someone new, especially with my history. I'm still uh, for some reason hesitant, scared. It will never happen. So long story short, do you have a sex? Oh, so well, I'd already done with sex therapist by the time I saw this uh, um, email. So that was that's kind of the end of it. But I think for her, she just needs to realize that 
a lot of women I've never come from just the penis and I rarely come from oral is just to get me going for the sex you know and she has to understand she's in a relationship for 10 years she gave this guy 10 years for life it wasn't like she just gave me a year or two whatever so that's 10 years drama like you know she has to un- unload unlearn it yeah yeah like, I mean, like, that's why she's so traumatized for this whole situation. Do you know, if she was in a maybe year or two, you might be get out of it quicker. Do you know what I mean? You have more experiences. It's just like insanity. Even even if she sits in the bed beside him after sex, I used to do this with my last partner. And I would just like masturbate and then I would come and it was fine. He would just kiss me or like touch, like, lick my boobs. Use his his hands. You're really confident to do that. Not a lot of women would do that. Like a lot of women would just like say, yeah, I totally orgasmed and it's great and pretend they wouldn't do that because they're not comfortable enough. Whereas it's great that you are, but a lot of women, I don't think, would do that. Yeah. Normalize it. Normalize asking (laughs) for help after they come. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of better because you really can just like focus. I think so. I think kind of close your eyes and be like, use your fingers and you can yell at them if they're not into it. Yeah, like, yeah. and they they can use it. Their, they can use their fingers. You can touch your clitoris. Like I think that that when you said Marade is very good, like where oh people are scared to do it and not be confident and all that. But I just think that's like a block we put up for ourselves. So it's like anytime. Okay, this is a bad analogy. The first day at a new job is always kind of hard. It's like you're you're awkward. You're not feeling confident, and then you get used to it. So it's the same with that being like okay I'm just going to touch myself afterwards or I'm going to touch myself in the bedroom or I'm going to ask just fucking ask the first time will feel a bit weird but you'll get the more you do something the more comfortable it is like your pleasure matters we'll be dead soon yeah touch yourself (laughs) yeah but it sounds like they're on it sounds like she's on the right path with this guy and she just needs to like free herself yeah for this girl yeah of of the judgment she gets because it sounds like she's also like she's highly judgmental of herself for being yeah. part of this other relationship for 10 years and kind of involving herself. And, you know, and now she's like judging herself for not coming with this guy and like already anticipating him leaving her. And it's like, I, I do think she needs to kind of just free herself from, from that stuff and just like take this as a new relationship and say, yeah, I have all this shit, but I can learn to like rebuild and to build around my, my, my walls or my, my past, you know, hardships or things that hurt me and because it seems like this is a nice guy it seems like he's a a person that like wants to be with her and wants to learn her and wants to wants her to have pleasure which is you know the the first step so i think she needs to really try to lean lean in girl gotta lean in hard lean in and open up yeah lean in (laughs) spread your legs fucking legs and lift and separate and you're fine yeah (laughs) And the thing is, like, there is, I think for a lot of women, um, sometimes you can have, unfortunately, a string of maybe, now she's had 10 years, but other women listening, you might have like four or five kind of shitty guys and you're kind of like, what the fuck? But you have to just remember that when a nice guy comes around, there is nice people. And her experience with the 10-year guy is she's never going to let that happen again. So that's the way she should, well, I'm never going to be in a 10-year thing like that again. But that that experience isn't everybody. Not everybody's going to like, but that's unlucky actually that she had that experience that 10 year yeah. kind of you selfish example of your friend that like got the book about his you know to yeah. learn. like how amazing is that he's reading a bloody book yeah so yeah he's read books in general but he's going to read a book about how to make his woman come that's that's a gem that's yeah. a gem right? 
Yeah, this is a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been with bad guys who have been like, I need to make you come. So yeah. <laughs> they would have read a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another I think so I think that's good for that question another question we got in are you guys ready for the second question let's do it um when is the because okay so basically it was something like you know the way you want to be chill but when is the appropriate time to bring up if you're a person who's looking for a relationship so you know the way when you're like dating people when do you bring it up do you say it date one like hey uh I'm like looking for a relationship or do you wait until you get to know them and give it a month or two or what do you think oh this is a good one yeah, I think you I think you have to tell them right away. You don't want to waste time. Cuz then cuz what if you go on three dates and you are like, "Oh my god, I really like this person" and then find out that they don't want anything more. It's just it's it's kind of like it's a blow because obviously we all we all meet people and and you know, plan the future. You know, you meet someone, you decide that you like them and you're like, "Oh my god, we have a dog now." You know, like you 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 think about these things. Mm-hmm. So if somebody isn't on the same page with you, I think it's best not to ever get your feelings involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you know, to be open. Like there's a, there's a psychological way of going about it. Like you don't have to say I want a relationship. With right. One that, like you can say I want a relationship one day with the the you know with the person with, a, with the right person if we get along and match well. But that's kind of what I'm I'm going for. You know what I mean? If you want a one night stand or whatever, that's cool. But you see, you'd be honest about that kind of yeah. where you're in your life you know what I mean you put if you want a relationship you definitely should be upfront about it yeah do you know what I mean you don't have to yeah. say I want to go out with you on the first date like and make you my boyfriend you don't know them but but definitely be yeah. open about wanting a something serious yeah. but yeah. I don't think guys listen I think that a guy will be like yeah same just so he, you know mm-hmm. it, I think it's tricky I think it really does suck to be dating right now with so many people and so many outlets to see, you know, it's like shiny ball syndrome with all the dating apps and everything. And people are so used to like quick and and immediate, uh, responses and immediate likes to this and adoration all like that. It's just, it, it's really tough. I think for people to sit down and like focus and be present on one person and decide that they want that. Cause it just seems like there's, seems like people are just getting away with everything these days. They can do anything they could, you know, it's just, it seems tough. Seems yeah. tough to get somebody that's going to be. You could say, "I want a relationship too," that would be honest with you in return, and not just like, "Sure," so that they could like have sex with you. Yeah, and also like yeah. everyone wants the, this person to be everything to them, like the best friend, the lover, like like what once was took a village for people to connect with. Now we want this one person to fill all boxes, and it's not possible either. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, too high of an expectation for sure. I completely agree with you. There were some um, standards, high standards, but we need to be realistic as well. Do you know what one person can offer you? Yeah. Um, I though I watched some TED talk, I forget her name, Esther Prell, I think. And she was saying exactly what you just said that basically the pressure now that for your partner to be the best lover, to be your best friend, to be your like exactly everything it's that you you need to make sure you have other friends you need to make sure you have hobbies you have a life outside of it as well but also not be like oh I can't date Katie because she's not everything no one's going to be everything mm-hmm. so I totally yeah. love Mr. Perel by the way ah, so you watched <laughs> two Irish girls like, in a village <laughs> oh I love it I love it. But that's also, I think, why like the fucking lockdown and everything was so terrible, because I think people had that 
that other thing that they do, the other way that they fulfilled themselves taken away. And then they were forced to deal with this person who maybe isn't their everything, but they were trying to like make their everything during this time because they didn't have the other outlet, you know? So I could see how like a lot of people have been having trouble during this time because they didn't get that, that part of the independence that, that you need to, to, yeah, to be good in a relationship. Everybody has to have kind of their own thing going on. True. And then as well, people are like, so, you know, like if someone like your friends are saying like, oh, my girlfriend, she keeps like getting mad at me over little things. And you're like, it's actually not little things. I'm sure it's something probably different. And Mm -hmm. she's just stressed out at this stage. So everybody's going through that. Everybody has a trauma because of a pandemic. And you just happen to probably take it out on the person closest to you because that's easiest way to get your anger out if you're not going out and playing sport or like punching. I don't know, whatever. But it's like so it's very, very hard. You're going to thinking there's problems in your relationships where there probably wouldn't be if there wasn't a fucking global traumatizing pandemic yeah picking a fight is easier than yeah confront than than like admitting anything else or like admitting that there's something going on in, in your life or that you're sad or scared about something it's so much easier to have to look at a person and be like you 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 started this you're the reason for everything it's so much easier to pick a fight and it's really tough when you're feeling low yourself, not to take it out on somebody. Yeah. Sure. I had, so like with this question that was brought in, I kind of really related to it because it's something I've been struggling with myself. So I had dated a couple of guys who I usually go for about three months. And if it's not looking like it's going for something serious, I kind of end it. But then I have had like multiple three months things where the guys are like, but this is fun. Let's just keep having fun. And I'm like, no, motherfucker. I've met your friends. I've been to your job like this. Call me your girlfriend. This is crazy. So um, I most recently was seeing somebody. But the very when he asked me out, I was like, look, I don't want to go on a date with anybody who a relationship isn't on the table. Um, I'm not saying that would be with you. We'd have to get to know each other, but I just need to know that that maybe is something you're looking for. And he was like, yeah, no, absolutely. This is great. But fast forward two months later, he had kind of said, you know, he had been he- very heavy the whole time we were dating being like, oh, I want a commitment. I want a relationship. But then fast forward two months later, he was like, oh, I was just telling you that because I knew that's what you wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, look, that's fine. See you later. But um, so then I was like, I met this new guy and I was like, I don't think I should tell him that I'm looking for a relationship because I don't want him to do the same thing. I don't want or I don't want to put that pressure on it unnecessarily. So it's like very it's kind of hard to play that balance I, with this new guy. I just said, oh, and we're not going to have a one night stand and I'm not interested in casual sex. But I don't want to say any more until I've met you and hung out with you and stuff because we met on Hinge. And he was like, OK, yeah, that's great. I was like, I just don't want to waste your time and think that I'm just going to fuck you on the first night. I waited to the second but. <laughs> I had a girl <laughs> so bad. I usually wait till the third, but whatever. <laughs> well, see, so it's hard. It's hard trying to figure out those, like, what's 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 right to say. I, I totally get that. Like, I was okay. So, like, something like last year, I was dating someone at the start. Of, yeah, started last year, and we were dating for probably like we're uh, in fall, like maybe four or five months, but. uh like I, I think I was pretty up front from the beginning like I was like yeah I'm not like into like sleeping around I'm at the point in my life I kind of want a relationship but it doesn't have to be me and you but like that's where I'm at you know and he was like yeah like you know the same thing like yeah sure that's what everyone's looking for you know what I mean and then like you know we dated like spent all this time together and then like we went away together and then all of a sudden 
like went away together. Well, actually, maybe didn't like me after spending too much time with me. Um, but the next week, I I went in and met him, and he was like, "Yeah, I just yeah, I don't see this going anywhere." We were kind of casual. I was like, "What casual?" We were. Well, we took a plane together. No, we didn't. No, we didn't take a plane. We took a boat. No. no. That's more, more serious, <laughs> more committed. It's more serious. A and boat and everything, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was totally blindsided. But anyway, no, you know, no big deal. Like you don't want to grudge around. But I was like, I was like, Jesus, like, fuck, like, I thought I communicated. That. I, to me, it's like if I'm dating, I kind of my thing is like I'll date someone for two months, and if I don't see it going anywhere, I'd like cut it off. There. There's no point. Maybe like, you don't date someone for five or six months and go. Yeah, I just don't see this coming. Do you know what I mean? I, well, me. I don't know if that's everyone else, but no, I'm the same as you. I think you need to have a bit of a time limit. And I think my friends here, when I first moved over, were like, "Be chill, be cool." You know, whatever. I've been fucking this guy for a year. I'm like a year, bitch. If they're not like, that's it's I would torture, traumatize. No. And then the thing where I said to my roommate, I was like, oh, I'm just going to say to this guy that I'm not into like casual sex and like it won't be a one night stand. And she was like, say that all you want. But it's the same way a guy says, oh, I'm not into commitment. And we go, hmm, we can change it. Like, it's like you can say these things. But like you said, they're just going, yeah, 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 whatever. And yeah. so it's hard. It's tough, but it's so unfair. I've had so many of those like bad, like on and off back and forth like yeah we're doing it but but and and he tells me secrets about his family so we're close it's like it's they all create like a false sense of closeness by like roping you in by using you to like unload all their fucking shit on and have sex with you so that you're like committed now you're roped in but they're just still using you as essentially like a, yeah, like a, like a vessel and a therapist and a shoulder to cry. And then they want to tell you that they don't want anything seriously. And they still want all those things from you. And that's just Mm -hmm. not fair. It's like, you can have my support. You can have my love. You can have my care. You can have my vagina, but like we need the title because that's, it's so, so often they'll use the guys I feel like as, but it's, it's just fun and it's casual, but then still use you like you're a girlfriend, but you can't do the same to them. Like you couldn't unload your shit onto them. Cause they'd be like, well, like they wouldn't, they just wouldn't care. They wouldn't pay attention. They wouldn't check on you afterwards, but they want, they still need that person to take care of them. And it's just, it's just so not fair. And we just let it go on for so long. I mean, I've let, I've let things like that go on for yeah. years where I've been like, I've been just somebody's dump truck. Yeah. And I wanted more. And I like really was like, you know, had feelings for these people who just never were going to make me, they were never, they would have sex with me and they would go out and do things with me, but they were never, ever going to make me their girlfriend. Never. And I would let those people hang around for fucking years, man. It's, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's so hurtful because it's painful. All we're, all we're asking for in the end is just the respect of a title. Like I know I was seeing this guy for months and um, the listeners know him. He was a DJ. And when it came mm-hmm. to three months, I mean, he never even asked me what town I was from in Ireland. Like that's a fucking easy one. He never asked about my family, never looked at pictures of my brothers and sisters, told me all about his problems, all about his family, talked about DJing the whole time. And I, you know, mm-hmm. under stress of the pandemic, spoke about his ex multiple times. Then when it got to three months and he was getting a bit too fucking about his problems, I was like, look, and we were seeing each other four or five times a week. I was like, look, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, you, were, was... you were dating. You were his girlfriend yeah. without him having to <sighs> give you anything in return. 
all I was asking for, all I wanted was for him to be like, Hey, will you be my girlfriend? Like, that's what I would have settled. Hey, I'm not going to fuck with anybody else. And also like, you can tell me things and I can be there for you and I'll hug you if you're sad. uh, Yeah. And I wasn't even, then that's why when we had the breakup talk, I was like, we are in a relationship. You just don't want to call it that, but I am a girlfriend without the label and I'm getting none of the perks. I was, you know, I, I was like, you know, I, you know, it's not like he would ever drop me home at night. I would always go to his, I was so, and then I was like, what am I doing? I need to have self-respect. And then he was oh like, God. can we still talk? And I was like, no, no, we can't. Like, no. like an emotional, like, uh, like an emotional therapist. Like, yeah. Therapist. You know what I mean? They, yeah. Like, I know I might be cheap because I'm free, but like, yeah. It's like, I'm not professionally trained in this. So you're draining me because I'm getting, I get none of the, none of the good stuff. It's, it's always the same thing, Katie. It's like always the people like you got to go to their house. You're always going to them. You're always going to them. It's always on their schedule because you do think eventually they're going to see how great we are. And it's like, no, because they've gotten everything they want from us. They don't have to see how great I am because they're just, they're, they're first off, they're sucking me dry. They're, they're, taking all of my energy away because they're like eh, so needy and they're never going to see how great it is because you're never going to show it because you don't get to be like there's no reciprocation yeah what do you guys think sucks. of have you ever heard of him Matthew Hussey have you ever heard of him he's no. like he's, okay right you need to look him up he's like a relationship expert or whatever he's been on like he's big over here in, in America actually so he's like all about like He's basically like how advice for women, like how to capture a man. What's his name? Matthew Hussey. So oh, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I yeah. don't want to do that. I want. I texted Tori today, and I go, "I'm just. This is the saddest message you're ever going to get." And I said, "I'm just so." fed up with guys not realizing how fucking great I am and locking that shit down I'm so sick of these three months Katie's so much fun Katie's crack I love having sex with her and it's like ah I'm done I'm jaded Mm -hmm. sorry go back to the games I don't want to play the games (laughs) yeah I I don't either but the thing is like he his whole thing is like we all kind of just at the beginning it's not necessarily playing games it's just being honest about who you are what you are and then if they're not kind of meeting your meeting you halfway then they're probably not the person do you know what I mean oh that's great actually that's not games at all I thought you were going to say he was going to say like be cold and disinterested I'm like well there there is an element of like holding back and whatever uh it is a bit of a psychological warfare but at the same time it's done well you know yeah. I have to look him up and it's like you know we're I'm saying this story you're saying that story Casey right you just said your story every single woman I speak to has this story so it's not like if there's nice guys listening and be like I would never do that I'm like yeah but there's a huge percentage of yous that do do that like it's not we're not it makes you feel crazy after a while because you're like this is why people say women are crazy because you're like I'm banging my head off the wall with dating but the thing is, right, one, one of my friends is a therapist and I was, you know, complaining about guys and like, oh my God, this is like fuckery, it's like psychological warfare with men, like Jesus Christ, like why can't we just be honest about what we want and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, to be honest with you, Marie, she goes, guys are exactly the same as women and they want the same things. And I'm like, well, why is there all this like, well, why is there topics on it? And like podcasts on it then, if that's the way it is. And she was like, well, a lot, she, a lot of her clients were male. And she was just saying, yeah, I totally disagree with you. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know. I was like, I'm lost. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess it's also as well picking like me. For me, I know if I just have good fun and stuff, I'd probably, like you said, when you, Casey, were dating the other guy, you weren't asking for a lot. So I guess it's also upping your standards too. Um, and not just dating people because you want to be dating someone and having sex and having fun, actually picking people you like and that yeah. they're filling in what you would want in a partner too. Where also, This thing of like, uh, is it okay to have sex in the first date, the second date? When is it? That's another fucking thing. I know I felt so guilty this morning because I had sex last night, which is ridiculous, right? I shouldn't feel guilty. I shouldn't feel guilty at all. If no. it's the right time, then so be it. Like, I think it's like immature males that would be like, oh my God, she said to me, whatever. But a mature guy would be like, I think it just felt right. You know what I mean? But I do think that there is an aspect of having sex with somebody before you and I think this is where it comes from. Like before you can, somebody really does know you, how great mm. you are. And then sometimes people just do lose interest after sex. Cause I don't think they, because they, I think they can cut it off to be like, I don't really know this person. So yeah. when I had sex and I've kind of done what I've come here to do. Whereas I think people want suggest waiting, which by the way, I've never, I, I always, I fucked everybody. I didn't care. I was just like, your husband do. Uh, oh, but, but yeah, we hooked him. up. I did, but we hooked up like years ago before we were anything like this, like just after a few weeks of meeting. And I was like, I kind of like you. And we hooked up, you know, it was, I, I, I made all the wrong things. I, I did. I had sex with everybody. And I do think that there are some people that, because we get attached after sex. So mm -hmm. we have sex. We think it means something. They think it means sex. And then there's so many wires crossed and then they don't get to know us. Cause now we're all like, I had sex with you. Now I care about you, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, what the fuck happened? I thought you were really chill. And we're like, I wasn't that you put your dick in me. Like, I do think that there is like, I do think that there is something to yeah. trying to wait so that there is more of, um, of, uh, a mental connection before that. And, but that's only just so that we don't go, not for them, but I, so that we don't go crazy. So they can mm -hmm. see how good we are, you know, so they can, they can get to know somebody and then to also have good sex with somebody is like just the fucking bonus. If it's somebody that you already like, but yeah. sometimes I think it's just hard to, the minute sex happens, we go cuckoo. And then they're like, I don't understand. And it's like, well, because they don't, it's just different. They're just, they don't, sex isn't so like as an yeah. attachment to, to them. It's fucking yeah. sex. Like they could have sex with somebody and literally zip up and, and, and treat them like a, a fucking football player the next, but like, you know mm -hmm. I mean? Like they could, they could literally have sex with somebody and it would mean, and it means nothing. I know. Literally I, means I nothing. I struggle with that so much. Cause I usually wait till the third day. That's my rule because I know that either the sex will make me like them and they might not be a good person. They might not, because if the sex is good, I'm getting that feeling and I'm like enjoying it. And I'm pleasured that I'm ignoring all of the red flags. So my rule for me was third date has to be the third date. Now with this guy, I didn't wait to the third date because the, the first date like was just, him. Oh, the first date was just banter. It was great crack. Like, and I haven't had that in so long where I'm just laughing the whole so time. Nice. Didn't yeah. talk. He has no problems. He's a happy family. I'm like, oh, this is so not my type. This is great. Finally. Um, and yeah, and he was very gentleman, all that stuff, hitting all the marks. And then he went home that night and then he's talked to me every day, invited me over Friday night, kind of late. And I was like back from work. So I was like, no, I'm not going over if it's just going to be like sex. So then I invited him out to this art event. Well, let's say we met at like half seven, but we were talking until one fifteen. And at one fifteen, I ordered my Uber. And then that's when we started kissing. And he goes, cancel your Uber. And I'm like, I actually never pressed confirm. And then he lifted me up <laughs> and, <laughs> and brought me into the bedroom. And, and I was then you just had like, a fright. Yeah. And then I had a fright. <laughs> but, <laughs> like an exercise of 
Do we? <laughs> yes. Like, but like, <laughs> that was the thing I thought about it as he was bringing me into the bedroom. I was like, shit, should I wait another date? But then I was like, it just feels right. We've laughed the whole night. He knows who I yeah. am at this stage. He's told me about his friends. He like looked at pictures of my sisters and family. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, like that stuff's undeniable. Yeah. But if it's yeah. like, oh, I've just yeah. hung out with you and I'm, like, I think there's different levels. Like that sounds like it was just a good time and it was a natural progression. Yeah. But yeah, the trick is now not to be like, not to not to let not to let the sex make you go like not to make you know it's I, I fucking I hate it I hate it so much I hated I hated any feelings because oh when we don't have sex with them it's like I'm in there I'm in control and I'm here do you know because it's like intimacy is nice it's nice when somebody is like even but that's the thing is that we are like, not that every time, like sometimes you can just be like, this was a one night stand and it was clearly like everybody here. We're both terrible in this situation. Like I've definitely had sex with terrible people that I was like, this is purely just because I feel like I want to be with somebody tonight. Like there were nights that I would just go out and be like, I just kind of want to have sex tonight. Even though I wasn't necessarily even like coming from these people. I just wanted like a physical, per- like, it's just nice to have a person around sometimes, but, um, but yeah, then there was other nights, other times when it'd be like, oh, he made me laugh once and now we had sex. I'm in trouble. Yeah. I am in trouble. It's like a one night stand, you're out in the night and you get drunk or, or not. And then you go home and you sleep with them, and then it's the one night stand. So you're, you feel good and you feel empowered and whatever. Right. Yeah. But when you go on a couple of dates and then you have sex, then it's when crazy comes out. Cuckoo. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then like, you start looking into things like, oh, he texts me good, good morning. And, and then, and then one day he doesn't, and you've still only known each other three weeks. And now you're like, what happened? It's just, it's fucking well, terrible. You know, it's so funny because for him, this guy had told me a couple of like strange dates he'd had here. And they are like, when you say, and like, was we were bonding in that kind of like America's crazy, you know? And um, and it's, so it's kind of easy to talk about previous dates and be like, isn't that wild? Because I do think there is something with Irish people, the UK, where more likely, let's say, if you're like, I don't want to go on a date or I've changed my mind or this isn't working out or I'm running late. You know, you, it's very like, it's grand. Don't worry about it because you'd never want to give someone that power, that emotion that they've upset you. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think here, girls would be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. A bit- <laughs> the what? on blast yes on blast so he was just saying a couple of experience he'd had since he moved over but I thought in my head I was like oh it's probably because they had sex very soon maybe or or they're just so traumatized from dating in New York that he probably just got the brunt of it that's the only way I can logically you know because I think guys would be like well it was so chill we were hanging out for a month and then she freaked out when I said I didn't want to see and it's like yeah you probably had sex on the first day you probably Mm. banged every time she's probably like this is the best you know what I mean there's so many things that they're not thinking or yeah, you set up a precedent where every other time you guys have hung out and then, or, or like, yeah, you can't hang out with somebody all these days in a row or text them all these days in a row and then just stop that. It's going to make anybody be like, I'm sorry. Like you just, you can't, you can't do that. It would make anybody fucking flip. Just don't, 
don't text me every day. If one day you're just going to stop, like just text me sporad. Like it doesn't have to be this serious. If you're never going to make it this serious. I fucking hate when people like people, like I said, they do the good morning text, like right after they meet you first day. And then they text you good morning every day for two weeks. And it's like, then we're attached. We're like, yeah. Oh, he wakes me up every day. And it's yeah. like, I still don't really know this person. It's two weeks. And then they don't oh, do so it one true. day. And we're like, is everything okay? Oh my God. And then they, and then, and then something happens and, and, and then we're spinning when it's just nothing. He just didn't text, but it's like, it was already this precedent set up to make it more serious. And it's like, if you were never going to be serious, there's no need to fucking wish me good morning. I'll have one. Mm-hmm. Just text yeah, me like, stop this. Stop it's so the true. My friend was, oh, just, I hate it. my friend was just seeing someone and she just said, it, it was, she literally called me one of the days and was like, this is the first day he hasn't said good morning. Do you think something's up? And it was mm-hmm. just ex- exactly what you're saying. Or and then they won't text you like all that day. It's like, yeah. they go from good morning she and was texting going crazy. all day to then just like, they'll just take a day off and not think that it's going to make us lose our fucking shit. Yeah, they and- just take a day off from taxis. <laughs> you can't. You can't no, and they're sending kisses every <laughs> night. And then the one time they don't send kiss, you're like, okay, he saw that hair boob. I have, he saw it. He saw it. He's it's with over. somebody else. He's, oh, he's with, with somebody else. else. Yeah. You can't. But isn't it crazy that we read so much into this and that generally, some, okay, a lot of the times we're probably right. He probably is fucking something else. But then there's other times <laughs> yeah. probably, it could be wrong. Maybe he's just having a bath or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I think the best thing is at the start. And if look, if you do have sex, it's done. You've done it. I know for me that the thing that works the most is to uh, just keep myself distracted. Don't read, like, don't read into it because if you're going to read into it, like, oh, he didn't text me good morning because he's in the bed with another woman. What are the other million other reasons? He's probably just busy with work. He probably just forgot. He's probably like, I don't need to text every day now. We're getting more comfortable or whatever. Now it's more, it probably is that he's just a bit of an arse, but just your own mental health. But then again, I, I say, I say this and I did that with the DJ. I was very chill, you know, and he was like, you know, making me Irish curry texting me every day blah blah and three months later I was exactly where I was before I met him you know I'd invested all this time and energy so the other thing is my advice isn't necessarily great there either because maybe if I had been like because there was there was I remember two weeks into dating we'd seen each other loads and then all of a sudden I had didn't hear from him for three days and I they know what they're doing they're not stupid they are not stupid. They know. And they, I don't know if it's a control thing, but it's like, Mm. it also, it also drives me. It's like you, it takes three seconds to text and you know that that will positively benefit somebody else. It's such a minor thing to ask for too. We're not asking for flowers. I'm asking asking for for 30 seconds to say, how's your day? Oh my God. You know, it like, don't disappear for three. Like, it's just, you don't, I'm like, this guy hasn't texted. We had sex last night. (laughs) Oh, has he not texted yet? Well, he texted me when I got home. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, this is fine. No, I'm actually not worried about that. I'll text him later if he doesn't. I'm just like, hello. Oh, well, I'll tell you some great stories. And I, I, okay, so a long time ago, I was with this guy and- uh, You what? I was with this guy a long time ago. We went on a few dates, whatever. And then I slept with him. And the next day, I never fucking heard anything. Nothing. Radio silence. Had sex with him today on a Sunday, whatever. Heard nothing from him the Monday. I was literally having panic attacks. I was ringing my friends. I was like texting. I'm gonna like my my guy friends. I was like, hey, it's so rude. Like, why, why has he not? That's so weird. Like that, you don't just have sex with him and then don't contact him the next day. Anyway, so I was having little convulsions, and then the next day he did text. But like, and then I went on to dating for a long, time, you know, furthermore. But I was like, but this this head fuckery for twenty four hours was. Oh, 
It's so stupid. My friend who is married to her partner, um, I remember when they slept together, they slept together uh, like maybe like the first night or whatever. And then he didn't text for like a week or something. But now hindsight, they're married. He's like one of the sweetest, greatest guys. But he was just very like, oh, I don't want to come on too strong. And like he was like counting down the days not to text her. So he wasn't doing it in a malicious way. He was just like, she's so cool. I want to be chill. And like, fuck, if, he, I would, if he talked to one woman, she would have been like, you text her the next day. Stop. He would have asked I feel like- one female. She would have been like, no, no, no. There's no playing. No, 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 no. No, because no, if you like somebody, you know, the difference between somebody coming on like, like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Like, we are not. We, if you like someone, there should be no game. You know, if you like someone, you know it. And if you don't like somebody, you also know, like if somebody was coming on too strong, you would know it, yeah. you know, but if it's just somebody that you slept with, that you had a really good time with that text you the next day, fucking awesome time last night. You're going to be like, yeah, it was. Well, yeah. Just- I was with my aunt there at Christmas and, you know, I was just telling her, you know, uh, you know, I'm back in this whole dating scene again and whatever. And I was trying like, you know, the apps and stuff like that and whatnot. And she was like, if, I, if, if I can give you any advice, I would give you this, Marie. She's like, close, keep your legs closed. But I was like, what? Mm, I, I already opened them. What? I already opened them. She's like, no, but the funny thing is, she, okay, so this woman has, and she won't hear this, but she has had, I think she's only had sex with probably uh, three men in her whole life. And she's in her, nearly in her 70s. And, which is more power to her. But anyway, she told me anyway, before, she, so her first husband, she was like, yeah, like, I mean, she was mad about him and it was really intense and all this kind of stuff. And then she was like, okay. And I was like, how long did you wait with him? She goes, six months and it wasn't long enough. My friend <laughs> does that. My oh, friend does that. Nowadays, is she in a relationship? Oh yeah, now she's married with with two kids, but she would she would wait like six months. Oh my God. So her, her husband now actually waited, like she said, they hit like the six month point and he still hadn't like tried anything with her. And she was like, okay. Like, but she would always wait like six months and every, oh God, no. every single guy fell in love with her. It was, <gasps> this is why I, I know this is why it's all oh, fucked up. Cause you oh. do hear stories like that. I, here's the thing. You're going to fall everything. The person that likes you, the person that's going to be the person that you're, it's going to work out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't think I was going to marry Robbie, a friend that I've like known, especially cause yeah, we sloppily hooked up like 10 years ago or whatever. Like you just don't know, but I think there are certain other things that like are working for you, you know, and if six months works for you, okay. If two dates or if three dates, like if you, if you do like somebody, they're going to call you back and not make you do the crazy thing. You know, I just, I think that there are exceptions to all the rules. Yeah, I think you're right. I think whatever is for you won't pass you. And like, that's the thing. If I were to, it's not, I can't do it for six months i it just it, the guy wouldn't fall in love with me because i'd be just like it would it, that would drive me crazy you'd be too horny you'd be like i'm fine. i'd start dry humping their leg in the restaurant <laughs> like using the spoon underneath the table yeah great conversation <laughs> yeah. no i'm so horny i'm yeah, literally I'm a walking so wop song what i was just yeah i was just saying like that's so what for me it's like six months i was like it's a long time yeah like yeah. that person was really like <laughs> at this stage, like with in today's society, like it just doesn't yeah. happen because there's so much option yeah. and whatever. You know. Well, she also loves the Lord, so there's she's a uh, oh, okay. she's a yeah. Uh, sh- yeah. She loves the Lord, but still six months. Yeah. yeah, 
It's wild. But, you know, I also would say, I think people assume it's going to happen. Like, I only say this from my experience, but like, you know, I, I did think I would meet somebody in my twenties, be all that stuff. And it's like, no, I'm 39 and we haven't even had our wedding yet. You know, like we're like, like we started dating in our thirties. Like we were 30, I guess I was 33 at the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. Like, and it's way older than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. I haven't had a proper, and I'm so happy. It's I'm older. Yeah. I haven't had a proper serious relationship in like seven years. Maybe they haven't lasted long than three or four, you know, months maybe, but like, like the likes of you and I'm, we have another comedian, Julie J she's been on and she met her partner at 35 and she was like, Oh, I wish I had to just tell myself just to have fun and not worry about it. Cause when it's Mm -hmm. meant to happen, it happens. Oh yeah. Cause the people I did, I did really shitty, shitty people. I also think that there is something as like, you know, what you think of yourself sometimes you give out. Cause I look back at these two, like these two specific relationships I had. And I was like, why did I, why did I hate myself so much at that time? Like, what was I going through? Because these men were awful. Like we were terrible together and it was all terrible. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was, I, maybe there is like a, a gaining a confidence thing or knowing yourself a little more so that you're attracting somebody that's never going to make you not be yourself and never going to make you feel like you have to yeah choose a certain egg or something like that. But I, I look back at, yeah, these two guys that I dated when I lived in Hawaii and I was like, how I, I mean, I was doing a lot of drugs at the time, but I still don't feel like I hate, I can't believe I hated myself that much that I dated these two guys that were like, like bad people, like actual bad people where I'm like, what was happening? I'm a smart girl. Like what happened to me? I think it is me- metaphorically cutting yourself. Sometimes when people are dating um, the wrong person, it's like yeah. self-torture. Yeah, like you're, 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 you have a low value yourself. You're like, this is what I deserve. And then sometimes it's also something to talk about to friends, something to complain yeah. about, something to give your life a bit of purpose. Like, oh, there's this drama I have. So I think when you get older, you're like, fuck, I deserve better. I don't, I want to oh talk about, I want to talk about the weather to my friends. I don't want to have to talk about this shitty guy that I'm dating. I'm like so mad too, because I waste, I was like absolutely peaking. Like it was, I was, I was at my peak at 26. I look back at pictures of me. I was like, I fucking wasted that on that piece of shit. Like I was tan. I was skinny. My hair was all blonde and curly. Like I was living my life in Hawaii. And I was like, God damn it. If I could get those, those years back, I would have just ran around that Island, which then I did after, you know, but it was, but I was peaking. I was like, how did I hate myself so much? My hair was perfect. There was not a gray hair on that fucking head. My hair was perfect. Oh, so mad. No, so mad. (laughs) Did you do comedy in Hawaii? No, a little bit. Yeah, I did. I had just started in LA when I moved to Hawaii and then I took like a year off and then I like dabbled in it in Hawaii, but it was like local. It was like writing jokes about like, you know, the Panda Express that opened up. It was like very, like I was writing like jokes that were like kind of Hawaii centered because I was living there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And Maureen, are you dating anybody now? If you don't, if, 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 if you're okay sharing. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Yep. Uh, dating. Well, yep. Dating now. Um, I was, yeah, I was, well, I was going out with someone for a couple of years and then, and then we broke up. Oh, you know, those, one of those relationships that will never end where I gone off and forever. Anyway, yeah, it came to a final end and then I kind of opened my world to dating. So yeah, I've been dating now. You're dating one person? Uh, well, yeah, now I'm being a bit more committed now. Yeah. And you met on the internet? 
no, actually we didn't. Uh, well, no, I actually, I'll tell you, it's actually a funny story. So I started going on the apps a couple of months back and I found the whole experience just so random. I'd never done it in my whole life because I was always in serious relationships and whatnot. And like, it was the most random thing. I think I went, I tried a FaceTime date. That was very interesting. And uh, basically the guy wanted to make me his girlfriend on the, the <laughs> FaceTime date. Literally, he said this to me. He's like, we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. And I was like, I uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, I, don't I, don't know you, but I haven't seen past your neck. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. like I need to, I need to see my boyfriend's legs. And then, sure. I like, I was, I kind of considering going on a date because I just, to be honest with you, I just found him really fascinating. So I see he came up as, you know, liked me on on the, you know, match with me or whatever. And I went through his pictures and I seen he was direct. There was a picture of him. Well, I didn't realize the picture of him. I thought he was a photographer, but like there was a picture of this guy dressed up in like a, a maid like uniform but like he was almost kind of dressed in drag a little bit and I was like oh this guy must be a photographer because he, he kind of advertised for photographers or makeup artists so I was thinking oh this is so cool he does photography so anyway we started talking and then uh, um I was like oh your pictures are really cool and he was just like yeah oh my god you like them that's me and I was like oh okay and then he was I was like well what what is that or what are what what are you then or you know in the picture and he's like oh I'm a sissy maid I like to go have you ever heard of sissy maid no no. anyway he was like a sissy maid and I'll go over he was actually ironically enough from from uh London hopefully not the same guy I'm joking um and um if I find a sissy maid costume I'll, I'll let you know uh yeah but um yeah he was just like yeah I like to go clean people's houses and like so anyway I actually needed a cleaner and I was thinking could I do this but my housemates might think I'm weird if I brought some guy from the internet to the house to clean the house but anyway yeah so it was just really fascinating I kind of thought about maybe I'll go on a date with him but I didn't then because I don't understand is it a sexual maid thing like he goes to the house and gets banged or he actually cleans no, so he actually, I actually was so interested in this. So I was like, okay, so you like, okay, so I was like, so what's your sexual preference then? Is it women? Because he, because I specifically put in for just males, you know what I mean? And he's like, no, no, I date women. But when I'm dressed up as this sissy maid, he was like, you know, all bets are off. And I was like, so then it's like an alter ego then? I'm just so confused. I was very confused about it. But uh, yeah, so sorry, uh, to answer your question, he goes to people's houses. No, he doesn't necessarily have sex with people. He just goes, cleans their house in this outfit. So it is still kind of a fetish based thing, but also your house gets cleaned. Yeah, it just sounds like, like we needed a cleaner. Didn't didn't end up using them because I I actually did speak to my housemate about it. I was like, oh, should we kind of go with this idea? But then she was like, I don't really right <laughs> no right no uh, but yeah so but yeah I just found that whole like yeah so interesting you meet some random people right yeah New York's very different you're a long way from home you're a long way from Ireland <laughs> Ireland though that now I was like that's a story for life yeah well I better let you go because I just realized we did way longer than when I thought this was so much fun though right yes yeah no um where can people find us oh uh 
Okay. I'm at uh, CaseFaceB on Instagram, C-A-S-E-F-A-C-E-B. And I have a podcast called Shady Shit. Comes out every Friday on Dear Media. So check it out. Okay. And my is like, my Instagram is Mary Clark underscore hair basically on Instagram. I don't have any podcasts around like that. But <laughs> well, if there's any people in New, York, in New York, get your hair done by Maraid. Or if you need a cleaner, she knows a fun yeah, cleaning guy. No. Just I need a new hair lady. I need, my cousin used to do my hair and she just, um, she had to move back to LA. So yeah. well, girl, you ready for these grays, girl? I like these connections. <laughs> Okay, you guys are the best. Now, thanks a million. Please follow the girls. And as usual, um, if you want to sign up to the Patreon, it's forward slash shift podcast. It's pay what you want. There's solo episodes, uh, bonus episodes, episodes up before. So the ones from the shift, there's the video up there and it's pay what you want. So um, yeah. And again, if you have any questions uh, or dilemmas for me and Damien, let me know. I also want to do an episode on whether or not to have kids, how people feel about that. So please write in if you have any strong feelings about that. And yeah, I'll talk to you soon love you have a great week bye